0: Welcome to Multifamily Live. I'm Kaylee Aroussi. And I'm Jason Aroussi. Our mission is to help you unlock your full potential as a multifamily real estate investor. So you
1: can do more deals, bigger deals, with less stress, keep more profit, and free up your time.
0: Multifamily doesn't have to be a mystery. It's time to go
1: live. Hi everyone, and welcome back. I am so excited about today's guest. I have shared space with her on Clubhouse. We've had numerous financial talks about some of my investing projects, and I am super excited to have her on. Tamar Hermes is a full-time real estate investor, educator, and money coach. She is the CEO and founder of Wealth Warrior Woman, which I Love the alliteration, and I love just the title of your group, where she guides women to become financially free through real estate investing and creating an empower, empowering relationship to money. Tamar, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here with you, Peely. I always you always bring the aloha,
2: <laughs> and when you bring aloha, everyone wants to be with you.
1: Thank you. Well, aloha to you, Tamar. Thank you so much for coming on. Let's dig in. I'm super excited to get to talk with you. So your bio is actually much more extensive than that, but I'd rather hear it from you. Here you're talking about how you grew up poor as the child of a Holocaust survivor. Can we dig into that a little bit? Yeah, sure. I, I like to bring that up because we all have stories
2: and most of us that have made it successfully uh, in finance on our own through real estate investing or through other means, we, we've overcome some things. And so for me, I like to share that part of my story because I did grow up poor. I didn't grow up with any idea about a financial background, like many people. And I want women, especially to understand that we all come from somewhere, and we all can make it to the other side of the rainbow, which we're still in the world. So it's not like it's all rainbows and butterflies over here, but we can all live without a stress of money and having that burden in life. And so that that is something that I really like to emphasize to others, because I want people to know I'm just like you. I came from where maybe where you are, maybe, uh, you know, all of our pains are Are you know we can't really say one person's pain is worse than another, but it certainly was a challenging a challenging childhood for me.
1: So this drew you into becoming a money coach. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that having a financial a financial coach, somebody to coach you into that the fact that it's okay to want and use money correctly. To have somebody that like that on your team is so key. I mean, I wish I had known you, Tamar, back in my 20s, my 30s, finally in my 40s, I'm fi- finally becoming, and I still have qualms about money and the ability for myself to make it. How do you talk to women or just people in general about money and what are the first few steps that you take them through?
2: Yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, First of all, I wish I knew me when I was 22, right? (laughs) Because I've learned so much over the years. And the truth is, is that I really, these days, I'm really looking at more tactical approaches. We definitely work on mindset with clients. But what we found is that when we're in action and when we're actually doing the work, what we find is that it's not as hard as we think it's going to be. And once we're, once we're there, once we've gotten that first property, or once we've saved that first $100,000, or we've m- had equity in a property, and we see the money coming in, we realize I'm the same person. I'm the person that didn't think I could do this. And this is where I am now. And that is, I think, a really healing way to be. So it we hear it a lot about action, 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 but it really can proceed uh, and really uh, support us getting through a lot of the barriers now granted that there are times where there are subconscious blocks and i think that that is that i think we all have it where it sometimes we feel a pain like we realize okay now there's money in the bank but i'm still not feeling that happy or i'm still scared that it's going to all go away or i'm worried that i won't have enough and so again with those we just need to talk through those fears and see that a lot of them can be mitigated through practical, practical uh, financial literacy and study, and s- remind ourselves that okay, you know we can do this. And the other thing is, is that let's say you do lose money. That's the thing we we act like you know there's that old study about like that we used to be in um, survive survival mode yeah, we thought we were like being attacked by tigers and we're not anymore. And we still get this panic. So when we, when we can start looking at money and realizing, okay, like, let's say I do lose a a little bit of money or a lot of money. The truth is there's a lot of really successful financial people that have lost a ton of money in real estate and they are absolutely doing great. So it is absolutely not the end of the world. I mean, Grant Cardone's great example, you know, someone that a lot of people really respect who lost all his money. He talks about it and there's it, the list goes on. So it's just not the end of the world. In fact, most people would say that the, the things that the, the most challenging parts where they've lost money and when they made it back are really what helped them really come back strong and really get over those, uh, those money
1: fears and humps. So let's talk about that a little bit, dig a little deeper about money fears and humps. You talk about the fear of like losing money. How do you walk somebody through their biggest fear? And what are some of the biggest fears that you've encountered maybe from yourself and others that you've worked with?
2: Well, yeah, it goes back to, you know Tony Robbins always says our biggest fear is that we're not lovable or we're not enough. And I think for, for me, definitely that feeling of not enough, not having enough, that fear of not being able to take care of my family, not being able to survive, not being able to have a comfortable life, not being able to travel, all the things that we want for ourselves, not being able to afford life insurance. I mean, it's getting to a point where there are a lot of pressures in the world. And so I have to say, I, I don't, um, I'm not a big, oh, it'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Or, you know, don't just, you know, just work through it. I really feel like it's a process and I'm very sympathetic to those feelings because they are real when we're pressured and we're stressed. And I would say that what I like to do is just listen and let people know that there's a space for them that they might have these fears and let them start to walk through it and realize that step by step, they can choose not to have that, that feeling anymore. And so it's very important that we start to understand that no one can really take it away from you. You have to make a choice to be the kind of person you want to be. You need to surround yourself with people that are being that way, and you need to believe that there's no reason that you can't be that person as well. Because the truth is, is that if you are stuck in a space where you feel like you're not going to get through something, then you're really going to end up staying there. And there's not much that anyone can do about it. So it is your choice. It is your power to move through step by step. I just lost you. I have no audio
1: there we go. Hi, you're back. (laughs) back. I love the fact that you mentioned responsibility. Because that's huge. That's huge on somebody taking responsibility for their lives, for their financial stability. But what are some action steps for those people who are right there, who are who need that helping hand, that guiding step to taking that first step to responsibility, to financial stability? They're living in the fear right now. What's something actionable that they can do right now in this moment? to take that step? I would say one of the best
2: actions that you can take is to get a piece of paper and a pen and start writing write down where you're at, write down what's going on for you, start working through it with yourself a little bit because it's the relationship with yourself. Don't, you know, yes, you can call friends, you can get a therapist, you can get a coach, you can do a lot of those things and they will all help move the needle, but you need to heal yourself with your relationship with yourself. And I find, you know, even when I get stressed about a project or something uh, personal, I'll start writing. I'll start writing and I really start to look at columns, you know, okay, what are my fears about this? Do I really think this is going to happen? What can I do? Or what, you know, what's my next step? And I'll also take little, little steps. The other thing that um, that works really well is when we're it's studies have shown that when we're in gratefulness, we're not feeling negative or down about ourselves. So if we start thinking gratefully, then we start thinking about what we want to do and not think of like 800 things or not. If you're at, $200,000. $200,000. Don't start thinking, Oh, I want a net worth of 5 million next year, because you're kind of setting yourself up in a way where you're going to feel a little overwhelmed. Cause it's, that's a lot, that's a big, big jump. But if you set yourself up, I mean, why you set your goals high. I mean, if you're at 200, you can say, I want to make a million and, and start working toward that. Start chipping away, start talking to people, look at the opportunities. Um, uh, You know, Pilly and Jason offer uh, syndication deals. There's all kinds of Um, opportunities that you can get into where you can uh, do it passively or actively. And real estate is definitely a a great place to start to start growing that that well.
1: Let's start with that. So you've you've written these things down, you're starting to step out of the fear. You've starting to take care of your credit, take care of your bank account, take care of yourself. You've started to really dig deep. So now you've started to grow and you hear about this thing called real estate. So tomorrow, how do you use real estate to become financially free? Well, I I
2: mean, real estate is by far the the uh vehicle that has made more millionaires than any other asset. So we know that there are a myriad of opportunities to grow wealth through real estate. And I would say the first thing is interesting. I just put this post on. I was really thinking about Alice in Wonderland yesterday <laughs> and that the Cheshire cat when he says, you know, if you don't don't know where you're going, it really doesn't matter what road you take. And I was saying that's a great recipe for real estate investing. The truth is just get started. Just pick a path it doesn't matter that much just make sure you can afford it or make sure you can find partners that'll give you the money to afford it and just get started i mean that's really it just put one foot in front of the other i mean don't think of the the um the you can think of the big deals certainly um and have that vision that's important but then just step by step just get through each each property each investment at a time and it starts to grow that asset column just starts to build and that's how you you start growing your wealth.
1: And I love that I love the idea of just get started. Yes, there's all the planning that you can do. and yes, I think you you'd agree with me if you fail to plan, then you are planning to fail. So have some planning, but without taking that first step without like actually like getting out of the analysis paralysis and taking that step into financial and wealth creation, you're basically going nowhere really, mm-hmm. really quickly like the Cheshire cat said. So thank you for that. So I wanted to, there was something I read here. Okay. So you just mentioned blogging and I love that. I love the fact that you coach clients across the country and you blog for bigger pockets while hunting for your next deal. And you were recently a guest on bigger pockets. So you're huge on bigger pockets. Talk about some of the blogs you write and how you help people find that financial education.
2: Yeah, well, the financial education obviously Bigger Pockets is a great resource and there is so much information on there that you can get for free or you can become a pro member and for a few hundred dollars a year it's great. The the thing is though is that it's not a coaching program. And I hear this a lot on, um, in the forums, I'm not on there that much because I'm actually doing my work. So I don't really have time to kind of look at the forums all the time, but you know, once in a while I'll pop in there and people will say, Oh, you could do it yourself. You don't need a coach. Well, that's true. You could do it yourself and you may not need a coach, but if you really want to, make, get an insurance policy in terms of, okay, is this a good deal? I don't, I think it is, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And you want structure. I think that joining it, some sort of mastermind or being in a program is very, very, very beneficial. Um, so that would be that, that would be the approach that I, that I would take for sure. And also just in terms of, um, being okay to be in the process, um, and, and like with you, Peely, I know that, you know, you start out as a real estate, um, uh, real estate agent, and then you started moving into multifamily and you took a course, and you educated yourself with your husband. And so, you know, it's a process. It's like, be okay with being in the process to get. And even now that, you know, you, you've evolved to where you're at, you're still evolving, you know? And, um and so I think that's part of it. The blogging for me was really a way to be seen in in the industry and to be respected in terms of the knowledge that I had, the thoughts that I had. And uh, I will write about various things. It just depends on the, t- I'll write all kinds of things. And uh, and a lot of times I was writing a lot about COVID because that was what was up for so much, so many of us, like what's happening in the market, what's going to happen with the moratorium, what's going to happen with foreclosures and um, what uh, what are the, um, you know, what can we be thinking about? Where might we want to be buying? Those are the kinds of things that um, that I would write about to help, uh, give the readers knowledge uh, in terms of ideas that they
1: might want to take for themselves and 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 move forward with. See that is amazing though because as you're and we can talk a little bit about this how blogs how podcasts how getting yourself out there just you're able to give back to the community to a community where i mean when i say a community the real estate community at large that has given so much to you i mean that's at least how i see it by blogging by putting out podcasts i'm able not only to put myself out there um, but i'm also able to give back do you see it the same way Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, I do, I live a life of financial freedom. And so my company, my real estate endeavors, everything that I do is really from my heart, from what I enjoy and what I want to do. Now, granted, I don't have, let's face it, I'm on the planet. So I'm not, uh, I'm not immune to the world. (laughs) And uh, for example, my husband recently fell in Walgreens. So he literally went into Walgreens to buy my son candy and slipped. And he is recovering from shoulder surgery as a result. So things can happen. You know, life happens to everyone, where nobody is exempt. So um, you know, let's let's start there. But for the most part, I really uh, do things that I enjoy. I'm very grateful to be able to wake up in the morning and uh, to do work that I love, to have the sort of day that I want to have. And uh, and even with life happening, we we. Uh, we um, definitely giving back is a big, uh, is a big piece of it. And for sure, once I had reached a certain point financially, I really realized that giving back was critical to me because I realized there were so many things that I had learned along the journey that I wish I would have known. And that I realized that no one really needed to struggle or to be scared or to be, or to feel defeated or to feel sad. And I don't want people to feel that way because they don't need to, because everyone's capable of buying real estate.
1: And I love that. So let's talk a little bit more about wealth warrior woman because I how did you okay number one how did you come up with that title because I love alliterations so give us a little bit more information about why wealth warrior women and how you move forward with that title with that with that just mindset I love it please explain more.
2: Well, I have to say that. In, you know, nothing that, nothing that's worth doing comes easy. <laughs> and so you wealth warrior woman, it wasn't like, I just, I'm not one of those people that just woke up in the morning was like, I am going to be the wealth warrior woman and I'm going to make a million dollars, you know, coaching and yay. Uh, it was definitely a process. And I, and I say that also, because I think also in the coaching space, there's a lot of people that want to coach. There's a lot of people that want to be in real estate that are probably listening to this. And I want you to know that, It's okay if you start and one person shows up. It's okay if you do a project in real estate and your first property doesn't make a lot of money. That is part of the journey. That is the way life goes. It's not win, 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 win. And I think it's important because I think unless you're willing to be in the space where you're not always winning, you'll never win. You have to be willing to lose to win, and that that's huge. And so, wealth warrior woman, I have to say, there were so many iterations. It's funny because people look at my website now and they think, "Oh, your website's so good." And I just laugh when I think about how many iterations I've had on my website, how many times I've changed it, how many photo shoots I've had, how many uh, how many times that I've I've tried and like you know felt felt like it was just not working. And uh, I actually. In one of my 25 coaches that I hired, um, I went and um, someone actually, I, had, I hadn't even hired this woman yet, but someone had told me about her. I really liked her. And uh, she had, um, she had a uh, publicity sort of visibility um, uh, coaching program. And so we met for coffee and we just connected and we were talking and she said, you know, cause she kind of got the, the, world of me and like what I was about and this fire and coming from nothing and kind of, you know, saying, oh, I've got, you know, stuff I want to give. And she said, you're, you're the wealth warrior. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That kind of felt, yeah. Like, yeah, I guess, I guess I could be the wealth warrior. And then, um, as I went through and there's a, book by Stephen Chandler. That's really good called wealth warrior. And it doesn't talk about real estate, but I thought, well, I want to distinguish myself. I don't want to have a name that's already out there. And so I just thought, well, I'm a woman and I stand for women and I really wanted to be a stand for, uh, for women. And so I said, I'll be wealth warrior woman. And that's how that happened. And then I just kind of, and then through it's interesting because, you know, once you stand up and you actually say, I believe in this, or I want this. You're going to have the naysayers. You're going to have people saying like, I don't like wealth warrior women. It's not sophisticated. It's not this, it's not that. Like I had people telling me that, people that I respected that were smart, you know? And you have to be able to, or, you know, oh, don't buy that property. Like, don't you see that's not going to go anywhere? You know, don't you, do do you that's a bad property? Trust yourself, trust yourself, you know? Like, and it takes so much. Like, I can't believe I'm the one saying that because it took me so long to get to that point where I was able to say, you know what, no, I, I, I'm i going to be the wealth warrior woman. That's what I decided I want to do. And I'm just going to do it. And if you don't like it, then some people may not like it. And that's okay. I'm hoping
1: more people will like it than not like it. And I'm going to do it. I love it. You almost have me almost to the point of tears because you've said so much. And just by answering my last question that I totally, totally just jive with I understand where you're coming from I mean just having those naysayers but one one thing that popped out in my head was yes there's going to be those naysayers that are outside of you those people that might not like the title of whatever you're doing might not like the fact that you're doing real estate might not like you I mean there just might not be people who like you but what about those naysayers in your head those, those those thoughts that you have that take you away from maybe your life's journey, maybe the thought that you have, maybe you have this huge thought about being the wealth warrior women, but then that naysaying thought comes into your head saying, why should you do that? Why should you think that you're the wealth warrior women? Because I know this happens to all of us, men, women, what wherever you are in life, this happens to you, that that naysayer in your head. How do you talk to that person, Tamar? How do yeah. you tell that person that it is okay for her to step out and be the person that she is and she wants to be and that she could be?
2: Yeah, that's a great question.
1: Uh, definitely,
2: that is very real. And especially even though men have it, women have it more. We're harder on ourselves. We uh, there's studies that have come out where m- a man will apply for a job when he has 60% of the qualifications. A woman will apply for that same job when she has 100%. So think of the big gap and the opportunity that we are just sitting back thinking, I'm not that person. I'm not that person. Now, there's a couple of things that I want to share. One is that I am actually uh, 54. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, feel like as time goes on in your life, you start to care less and less what other people say. And I think it's because you start to be really aware that, you know, your clock is ticking. And at a certain point, and I say this just hoping that someone that's 25 is listening to this going, yeah, my clock's ticking too. And, you know, I don't want to spend my life feeling like people don't like me. The truth is, is that this is so, this is what's so interesting. I have so much to share on this is that I used to always think people didn't like me. I grew up in, uh, in my parents sent me to a very wealthy uh, affluent school. We, we lied about our address so we could go into that area and we really couldn't afford it. And I just thought I was lesser than, I just didn't, I didn't know. I just thought, well, I don't have as much as they do. So I'm not as good as they are. And just people think I'm weird. They don't like me. And it started to become a place. I see that finger pointing. It started to get to a point where it was like, I believed it. Like I really believed it. Like I would even be on this, I would be on this podcast and I would think, God, I said that. And I just think Peely, I think she She's had so many more interesting guests. I just don't think she thought I would just get into this weird space. And I believed it. I believed it. And I had to get to a point where I really started to ask myself, what, why, why? Why? Like, why wouldn't she like me? Like, what have I done? That's the same thing. Like even Peely, when you said like, there's going to be people that don't like you, the truth is they probably just don't like themselves. And I don't mean that to put it back on them, but you know, when one finger's pointing at you, there's three back at, you know, at yourself Mm -hmm. or when you're pointing your finger at somebody, there's three back at you. Right. And the truth is, is that there's no reason for someone not to like you. There's no reason for someone not to like me or Peely or anybody. We're just people in the world. Like we're just, we're, we're good people. You know, there's no reason. So the truth is I realize that, and even every once in a while, I get like once in a while now it happens where I get triggered back. And I just assume myself, like, does that really make sense? Like, or I'll call somebody and I, they don't call me back for a day or something. And I'm thinking, Oh, that person, you know, probably doesn't, want to talk to me or something i'm like does that make sense and the way that i solve for it is what i'll do is i will call that person back and i'll actually say like Oh, hey, or you're an email or something. Oh, did you miss my email? Nine out of 10, they say, yeah, I missed your email. I was busy or I was sick. Like I just talked to a friend today and I had a bag from him. And I thought I wasn't like so much, I'm kind of past that, like he doesn't like me, but I was like, what? You know, I really started thinking like something happened maybe to him. And it turns out he did. He had a problem with his hearing or he had this big thing, medical thing. And it was, he's okay. But the truth is, is that it wasn't me. He just couldn't talk. And so, you know, we do these things to ourselves. So that that is one big piece is to start to ask yourself, like, am I inherently a bad person? Like, why, why wouldn't somebody like me? Like, what reason would they have to not like me? I mean, there's not really any great reason that anybody would have. I mean, unless you actually went and like you know, committed murder on an innocent person or did something where we really would say, like, that's not really an honorable person. But most of us are just trying to be good people and get through life and have a good time here. So, I mean, there's not really a great reason why someone wouldn't like you. So that's part of of it. And then um, I think the other big piece is that, and this is something you may have heard before, but it really is true you need to step into being the person that you want to be. And I can't say that enough. Like, it's almost like that fake it till you make it. There's that great um, Amy Cuddy. I think she did a TED talk on this, on that Wonder Woman, you know, how you stand up straight and you, you know, and it literally like you do this and all of a sudden you're confident just by changing your posture. And so the thing is, is that when you, start to step into the person. Like if you think, I want to be the kind of person that owns real estate and that is financially free. I want to be a strong woman. I want to have a beautiful love relationship in my life. I want to have beautiful children. I want to be the kind of person that that has nice things but that doesn't that can give back to others. I want to be the kind of person that's giving in the world. I want to be the kind of person that makes a difference. When you are that, when you think of those people and you are that and you wake up in the morning and you step into that and you honor that in yourself, you will start to become like that person and all the other stuff doesn't come into play that person that wonder woman she's not thinking people don't like me she's freaking wonder woman hello people like her they like her a lot and they want
1: to be her so you know i just you, you got to think of those things Yes. All the yeses. I know on the podcast, you can't say, I'm like, I'm in here like cheering. I, I just, cause I just want you to like, keep on talking because that is something that people need to know, man, woman, but you are wealth warrior woman. And talking about wonder woman, talking about like stepping into that power, stepping into the woman that you want to be, stepping into the woman that you, that path that's right there in front of you. All you have to do is take it, take that path, take that path to that wonderful woman that you want to be, to that life that you want. Have it written down, like you've said before, have your goals written down, have the things you want to do written down. And if there are naysayers, if there are people that you think that don't like you, it's probably on them and it probably has absolutely nothing to do with you. They they do like you. Chances are they like you. I mean, they don't, they're probably
2: not even thinking they're just trying to get through their day. They're thinking you don't like them. I mean, it's just like this crazy nonsense thing that we do to ourselves. I I mean, it just, it's just ridiculous. So (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. And, um, when she, and the other thing is that, you know, when, when I have, um, I always have big dreams and big goals and big visions. And the truth is, is that like, if you haven't reached, like, let's say you're thinking, gosh, I really want to be financially free or want to get, I want to have more property. So I have more assets, or I want to be able to provide this kind of life for my kids. The truth is, is that I'm now pretty compassionate to myself in terms of things that I want that haven't happened yet. I don't think, oh, I won't get there. I just think, okay, not yet, not yet, you know? And I kind of, I'm like a loving person to myself to just say, not yet. And then I let it go instead of like sitting in it. Yeah, but you tried this and it didn't work. Or you, you said this and this person didn't respond well to you, or you didn't get this deal or this thing didn't happen. I don't do that. I just say, not yet. And I just keep going. Because it's just a waste, it just sucks the life out of you to start getting into that space of like, you know, be kind to yourself. Just you have another day, take
1: it, you know, you got this, you you got time, not yet. I love that thought because, okay, my listeners, everyone that's listening right now, how many times have you done this to yourself? You haven't reached that goal. You haven't done that thing. You haven't gotten that, that bag of money and you tear yourself down because of it. How is that helping? How is that helping you? How is that helping your family by tearing yourself down? No, you have to find those things that, like Tamar said, lift yourself up, give yourself some compassion. We are, I think we're lacking the compassion for ourselves. That's why a lot of times in this world, we lack compassion for others but I think it's because we're lacking more compassion for ourselves, giving ourselves the loving kindness, giving ourselves the aloha first, giving ourselves the compassion. And I'm talking to myself right now. I don't know tomorrow. I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know if you got that, but giving (laughs) ourselves love in order to give it tomorrow. Thank you for, thank you for digging deep into that. There are so many that you have helped right now. So many of my listeners that you have helped before I let you go. I want you to tell everyone how they can get a hold of you to get more of this goodness, to get more of the wealth warrior woman that they need. Thank you so much, peely It's been, it's always so great to speak with you. And I
2: love the, I mean, literally anybody that's just, I love that we dove into this mindset piece. And the thing is, is that, you know, just think aloha, meditate, meditate aloha. It's like, how can you be unhappy? You know, think of Peely's smile and you'll just. (laughs) It'll brighten your day. I could do that. It works for me. Uh if you want to reach out, uh Instagram at Wealth Warrior Woman W-O-M-A-N. My website is wealthwarriorwoman.com. And uh I'll
1: look forward to connecting fantastic Tamar thank you again for joining us thank you for sharing so much goodness and I cannot wait to talk with you everyone please follow Tamar whether it's clubhouse whether it's Instagram find her follow her she has so much amazing information Tamar thank you again thanks Peely bye everybody
0: want to learn exactly how we're finding high profit cash flow ready multi-family properties off market. Want to find out how to run lightning-fast syndications to raise all the capital you need for your next multi-million dollar deal in just a few days? We are
1: breaking down our entire process step-by-step at a three-day event happening June 10th through the 12th called, you guessed it, multi-family live
0: we've done events before but nothing this massive or this valuable and for the first time ever we're going to open the doors and walk you guys through literally every step of what we're doing on our multifamily deals
1: this is a virtual event so you don't have to travel or even leave your couch but spots are limited sign up at multifamilyliveevent.com and we'll see you there